The Torah content for this week has been sponsored by Judah and Naomi Dardik in honor of Rabbi Moskowitz's second yard site and in appreciation for all those whose love of Torah and excitement for ideas shines in their teaching. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my Substack at rabbischneeweiss.substack.com and on my blog, kolahasridim.blogspot.com, on April 28th, 2023, and the article is entitled, Kedoshin, Defining Rechilus, Gossip. The Puzzuk in Vayikra 19.16 states, Do not go as a gossip monger among your people. This includes three prohibitions of increasing severity. Rechilus, gossip mongering, Lashon Hara, evil speech, and Moti Shemra, slander. The Rambam writes in Hilchos Deos chapter 7, Halachos 1 and 2, quote, and this is a very long quote, One who is Miragel, literally who engages in espionage on his fellow, transgresses a negative commandment. As it is stated, do not go as a gossip monger among your people. And even though lashes are not administered for this prohibition, it is a major iniquity and causes many Jewish souls to be killed. Therefore, it was juxtaposed in the same verse with, do not stand over the blood of your fellow. Go and learn what happened to Doeg the Edomite in Shmuel Aleph chapters 21 and 22. What is a Rachiel, Gazamonger? This is someone who loads up on statements and goes from person to person saying, such and such was said by so-and-so. I heard such and such about so-and-so. Even though he speaks the truth, this person destroys the world. There is an iniquity which is greater than this, which is included in this prohibition, and that is Lashon Hara, namely one who speaks of his friend's degradation, even though he is telling the truth. But one who speaks falsehood is called Moti Shemra Achavero, one who slanders his friend. End quote from the Rambam. Lashon Hara is easy to define, degrading speech even if it's true. Moti Shemra is also straightforward, degrading speech which is false. Rechilus, however, is significantly trickier to define. If I say things like, Reuven said he had a nice vacation, or I heard Sarah got engaged, do these statements constitute Rechilus because they fit the template of so-and-so said such-and-such and I heard such-and-such about so-and-so? If so, it would seem that the majority of our conversations constitute Rechilus. If not, then what are the parameters? Let us take the Ramam's advice and learn what happened to Doeg the Edomite. In Shmuel Aleph chapter 20, David learns that Shaul HaMelech is out to kill him. In chapter 21, David flees to Nov, the city of Kohanim, seeking the help of Ahimelech HaKohen. Attempting to conceal his flight for as long as possible, David tells Ahimelech that he's on a secret mission from Shaul HaMelech, which nobody can know about, and he needs help. He asks him for bread, which he provides, a weapon, Ahimelech gives him the only one on hand, which happens to be the sword of Goliath HaPlishti, and he consults the Urim Vitumim, a fact to which the text only alludes. Then he leaves. In chapter 22, Shaul hears that David fled and accuses his own men of being in cahoots. Doeg, who witnessed the entire exchange between David and Ahimelech, testifies, quote, this is from Shmuel Aleph 22.9, quote, I saw, I saw the son of Ishai coming to Nov, to Ahimelech the son of Ahitub, and he inquired of Hashem through the Urim of Tumim, and he gave him provisions, and he gave him the sword of Goliath HaPlishti, end quote. Shaul summons Ahimelech and, on the sole basis of Doeg's report, accuses him of high treason. Ahimelech defends himself by saying, truthfully, that he had no knowledge of David's plot. But Shaul doesn't accept his explanation. Ahimelech and 85 of his fellow conspiring, quote-unquote, Kohanim, along with their families, are sentenced to death and are executed by Doeg himself. The Malbim, on these Pesukim, explains how each component of Doeg's statement was factually true. Yet, by presenting these facts in a specific order, by choosing specific words, and by omitting a crucial detail, i.e. that Ahimelech thought he was doing the king's bidding, Doe crafted a report which played right into the damaging narrative that Shaul was sure to impose. 
Based on the story, we may define Rechilus as selectively reporting on other people in a manner prone to causing harm. It doesn't matter whether the report is maliciously calculated to inflict maximum damage, as in the case of Doeg, or whether one engages in casual, unconstrained, indiscriminate conversations about the personal lives of others in a manner that lends itself to damaging narratives. More often than we'd like to admit, we are aware on some level of what we're doing when we speak Rochilos. We monger our gossip. We market and peddle the bits of information we know in order to get the most bang for our buck, or at least to trade for some juicy gossip in return. The first step to stopping Rochilos is to recognize what we are doing. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewos at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.